Dear Diary, People are being mean to me on the internet. It's really hurting my feelings. They're saying that Sunjai and I are gay. We're not gay. And even if we were, what's wrong with that? Why are people so mean? Sometimes it just makes me want to cry and lash out. I don't understand. It was a rough day for me. I just feel so sad and alone. How much headroom do I have? You have a little too much right. headroom. So, uh, on the subject, I'd like to, uh, spend today, the first few minutes of today, addressing something that was going on, uh, with the podcast that, you know, was bound to happen sometime or another. I've been being trolled, um, on my YouTube, in the emails we're getting, and on our subreddit. You know, a lot of people are making homosexual jokes about me and the producer of the uh, podcast, Sunjai. I am not gay. My parents think I'm gay now. For a couple of reasons. First of all, me and Sunjai are not uh, an item together. Second of all, we uh, are not homosexuals. And third of all, if we were homosexuals, uh, it's 2018 and what's wrong with that, you know? And I just think it's really immature of you guys to, uh, you know, be freaking trolling us so hard about uh, homosexuality. I mean, we are, in fact, just, you know, good friends and uh, work colleagues. So, you know, that's something I don't appreciate. Um, plus, I feel like trolling is an outlet for the bullies that were bullies in high school and now they have nobody to bully and if they tried to bully somebody in real life they'd realize that they're losers and nobody's gonna take shit from a loser but it's easy to hide behind a mask of anonymity are we rolling Sunjai? okay what was that? <laughs> yeah um yeah, it's easy to hide behind a mask of anonymity when um, nobody knows who you are and they can't strike back at you, you know? It, it's just bullshit. Alright, so, um, as far as uh, our subreddit goes, we just got that launched today and uh, already received a bunch of uh, trolling shit, you know? People just talking shit on us. And, uh, that's fine. Just, as long as you're doing that, just don't make it about something offensive. You know? Um, don't be offensive. Don't be racist, man. Be creative with it. Uh, one of the questions the subredditors, or the Reddit, uh, people have asked is, um, is it okay to ghost on somebody who's been your friend for a long time if you feel like shit whenever you interact with them? You know... This is something I've always struggled with. Uh, my first girlfriend in high school uh, cut her hair, and I was very immature back then. And, you know, she cut her hair, and it didn't look good to me. And instead of confronting her and saying, you know, I'm, I'm just not into you anymore, I just stopped interacting with her. And it was a real dick thing to do, and I regret it to this day. So I wouldn't just ghost on your friend if you feel like shit every time you're interacting with them, 
then what I would recommend is to, um, you know, tell them and be upfront. That way, later on down the road, you don't have any regrets about not being direct or not, you know, saying what it is is bothering you. And it gives them uh, a way of being able to uh, address the issues that are bringing the relationship down. You know? I've lost all my friends because I don't play Fortnite and I don't do drugs. Uh, it, this just sounds stupid to me. Uh, I'm in high school and I've never really struggled with having a few friends until now. Since I don't do drugs or play Fortnite or any new video games for that matter, that has excluded me from about 90% of my previous friend groups. I only play one sport, but my teammates only care about girls, Fortnite, and vaping. You know, this happens to a lot of people in high school, where, you know, you're friends with these people in junior high, elementary school, and they get to that age where they're smoking pot, you know, snorting coke, or whatever they're, the kids are doing these days, and, um, there's two types of people that, you know, they go with the flow, Either you're going with the crowd and you fall into that shit, or you go and you find other people to hang out with. Now, I'm sure that that's a large chunk of people, especially in your high school age group, but I, I know for a matter of fact that not all kids are doing drugs, and not all of them are, you know, stuck in some freaking Fortnite hole. So go find those people, you know? Interact with people. Go to a, you know, join a club or something, you know? I know my high school had a lot of different clubs and stuff like that, but um, that's something that you, you need social interaction. But at this age, if you see people that were your friends going in a direction that isn't good, I wouldn't, I wouldn't keep them in your life because, you know, that it drug me down. I hung out with the kids when they started doing drugs and getting in trouble and I ended up getting in trouble myself and it's not good so I would stay away from that focus on your schoolwork focus on practicing your sport for now you know and along the way interact with people job hunting tips I desperately need a new job I'm losing my mind right now I hate what I do but it's in my field and I want to move up in my field to something more interesting so I don't want to leave until I have something else in my field. Any tips on job hunting? You know, right now, this, it couldn't be an easier time to find different opportunities. People like to say that, oh, you know, I'm sure it is difficult to find employment, especially in, you know, employment that is substantial or, you know, comes with benefits but at the same time we have the internet which is something that makes it you know extremely easy to find different opportunities go on indeed go on Glassdoor, go on monster and you know type in whatever fields you're in if you're a writer type in writer if you're in marketing type in marketing you know and uh just keep looking you know my uncle gave me some good advice when I was younger about the job hunt and what he said was 
If you throw enough shit at the wall, eventually something's bound to stick. And that's, that's true. So if you just spray and pray, you know, just uh, pursue all the different opportunities there are. Uh, don't leave any bush or rock unturned or any bush unwhacked, so to speak. And, uh, you know, I'd handle it, handle it that way because even if you apply to a hundred jobs, 10% of those are going to get back to you with an interview and that's 10 jobs. And it's super easy to do that because it's literally, uh, on Indeed, just the click of a button. They have the apply now stuff. You load up your resume, you load up your experience, any references and a cover letter, and you just click apply now, you know? And another thing I'd recommend is don't stick into a job that you hate. If uh, you hate it, it's your life, man. Uh, don't waste your life doing something you don't, not just don't like, but that you actually hate. Don't do that. It's a waste of your fucking time. What did you say, Sunjai? Yeah. Yeah, that's how I feel about the podcast, too. That's how I feel about the podcast, too, because... It might not be something that's currently economically viable, but, um, you know, it's something that Sunjai and I hope to, uh, you know, turn a profit off of one day, either through, uh, you know, Patreon and things like that, or, uh, monetization. Uh, we say a lot of controversial things, so I don't expect, uh, YouTube to allow us to monetize. So, we are in the process of setting up a Patreon, but that's just an example of us of taking the initiative and doing something you like, you know, uh, pursuing something that you want to do. Now, it's the first day of fall today, and uh, it doesn't, here in California, it doesn't feel like fall. It's still 90 degrees. There's still fucking bugs and shit. It's, you know, light till super late. Uh, that's what I like about California, though, is... There's, it's always pretty much comfortable. If it gets cold in this part of the state, it only gets to like 58 degrees. You know, it does get pretty hot, but, you know, 20 minutes from the beach, you know, just go kick it there. And that's why, you know, California is getting ridiculously expensive, especially in the areas where the tech business is taking over and people are paying these ridiculous rates, but I'm still fortunate, feel extremely grateful that I live in California because I've been all over and some of these states suck. I think the only state I saw that I could live in, I thought I could live in was uh, Eastern Tennessee near uh, Pigeon Forge, it was very beautiful. But another thing was the people were just super, super rednecky, super, uh, what, did they, what do they call those, hillbillies. And I don't, I don't get along with them, and I don't expect them to get along with me. You know, I'm a California guy, and not even get along, it's more like, uh, you know, what, what do you have in common with somebody that uh, is banging their sister and, you know, works at uh, Moonshine still and frickin', uh, Moonlight's cooking meth, you know, I don't have anything in common with that, you know. I remember when we went into Tennessee, though, we stopped in the western part near Memphis, 
And Memphis looked really shitty. It just looked really dirty. Kind of like an East LA or something like that. And then we went in a little bit farther east and we passed uh, Nashville. And that was the cleanest city I've ever seen, is Nashville. It was super beautiful and it was different than the South because there, uh, there was actually attractive women where in the Deep South, you start getting in there and you can't find anybody under 230 pounds, you know? And uh, it's, it does wonders for your confidence, though, if you stay in places like that because you're the most well-educated, best-looking person. You feel like a, a freaking movie star, you know? You're like, wow, I'm, uh, I'm shining bright now, shining real bright around these peeps. You know, that's something I, I've experienced is I don't give a shit. I don't want to leave California. I feel like California could be its own fucking country, and it would be the best country in the world. We have a lot of issues, though. Our freaking uh, politicians, these Sacramento politicians are pieces of shit. You know, we really don't have... Uh, a good option for governor or state senators. We have these super mega liberal, lesbian, you know, ultra feminist, social justice warrior politicians that are super out of touch with um, what the people actually give a shit about. I mean, yeah, California was always a place that was a little bit more progressive, and that's cool. But now that the whole country has become more progressive, it's like they're pushing that envelope because that's what they're used to. And it's like, you know, yeah, if you want to be transgender, if you're transgender, I mean, if you're gay, you deserve all the rights that anybody else would have. But you don't need to be passing laws enabling a four-year-old to take uh, hormone blockers and shit like that. Uh, I forget... Uh, Sanjay, who's the, uh, who's the guy running for governor that I liked? Uh, we'll have to look that up. Let's see. Sanjay, I'm looking it up. You look it up too. Uh, the Jerry Brown, he, that's our governor right now. And he's, he's just kind of, of a stupid asshole and they they tax us out of the ass here and we still have luckily my grandmother still has a prop 13 house where they don't they are not allowed to jack up the property taxes but it's just so wrong you know there's two extremes in this country you're either like in Alabama they have the super far right where they're trying to repeal Roe v. Wade and, uh, you know, trying to allow them to freaking, you know, illegalize abortion and, you know, freaking super unprogressive, super weird, um, ultra-right, uh, lawmakers. And then on the other hand, in California, you have these stupid assholes that are just, like, super, uh, super liberal and, like, communist motherfuckers and it's just annoying why can't we get somebody that's in the middle that makes any fucking sense at all uh this guy john cox i feel uh, i feel like he's uh probably the best option
for California governor. Because that Gavin Newsom looks like a really slithery piece of shit. Um, you know, he was governor of San Francisco for a long time. He uh, just looks like a fucking shithead. His personal life, uh, his life in the public eye, a lot of skeletons in that motherfucker's closet. And uh, I don't trust somebody like that. That's more of the same. That's why we're getting people, like, that's why Trump won. Because he knew how to play the system, you know? And they were tired of getting the same old shit. So instead of getting somebody that's right in the middle, uh, they get some crazy asshole in there like Trump. And uh, now nobody's happy except for the ultra-right people. And it's like, you know, why can't we get somebody that's worth a shit? That is actually open-minded, but not so fucking open-minded that they're a goddamn lunatic. You know what I mean? That shit about, you know, giving little kids hormone blockers. I don't get how that's illegal. Or how that's legal. Sunjai, uh, how old was that uh, kid that they gave hormone blockers to? And uh, he was like f four? Okay, he was four years old when they started giving this kid um, hormone blockers. He was born a male, and they gave him these powerful hormones to subvert going into puberty. So, so he went to go get the gender reassignment surgery, where they take the penis and they invert it. But the hormone blockers and these drugs that they had given the kid made it so his penis was so small, they didn't have enough tissue to work with to make a fake vagina or whatever. So this kid's stuck with this tiny penis, never gone through puberty, you know, all messed up in the head. And it's like, that's the super liberals I'm talking about that, you know, that sh kind of shit shouldn't be legal. You c that's making the choice for the kid, if you ask me. And another thing is, we tax, we tax people so freaking weird. Because, like, if you're making $250,000 a year... You're taxed the same as somebody making millions of dollars a year. You're in the highest tax bracket. But here's the thing. If you're a business owner and you made $250,000 that year, you may have spent $150,000 on business expenses. So you made hundred grand, eighty grand profit, you know? And you shouldn't be taxed the same as somebody that was allowed to get rich in our infrastructure and, you know, our... American system is what allowed them to thrive and make their wealth. And now they, uh, it's time to give back a little bit. They're the ones that should be charged, you know, 38, 40% tax. Not these small business owners that are clearing just, you know, 250K, but have taxes, property taxes, insurance, business expenditures out the ass. So at the end of the day, they're making nowhere near that money. They're just making a living. Uh, a, hopefully a decent one. You know, it's really, it's really kind of fucked up the way we do things. You know, another thing I wanted to talk about was, uh, ever since Trump got in, we've really revamped this issue on, um, immigration. And they seem to think that the biggest issue is the people coming over the wall, or coming over the border. 
And that's not the issue. The issue is the drugs coming over the border. The people getting addicted to smack and crack and meth. That's the shit we need to stop. Not these people that are coming over just to make an honest living and, you know, become Americans. If you ask me, uh, we should just grant the people that have already come here, as long as they're not violent criminals, grant them amnesty, make them American citizens and allow them to pay taxes, pay taxes into the system, and, you know, just grant them freaking amnesty. That way they become a productive member of society that's contributing and it works out for all of us. They get, they get to enjoy this awesome country and we, uh, you know, we get them to contribute instead of, you know, not being able to do things like that because they're illegal and not supposed to be here. But that just makes too much fucking sense. You know, they'll never do that shit. And then they have this rhetoric of, uh, oh, they took our jobs. You know, the Mexicans aren't the ones taking our jobs. I didn't see very many white people out there picking strawberries before the Mexicans came. You know, if anything, I'm Portuguese and they took our jobs, but we don't bitch about it. We're the ones out there picking the field. And then when it was our turn to move up the economic ladder, we moved up one step at a time. And uh, if anything, the ones picking our jobs are these, or taking our jobs are these... Uh, people like Sanjay over there that learn computer skills, mad computer skills, Indians, Koreans, and they come over here and they take our high-paying jobs. But that's, that's not because the system is rigged. It's just because they're willing to work hard, dedicate themselves in school and sh shit like that, you know? Work much harder than these softies that are born into America, have every opportunity, and don't understand what it's like to struggle. I think that, you know, we should tax these people that are making millions and billions. Uh, you know, tax them 38, 42% because they wouldn't have been able to get rich if they weren't in this country that gave them all those opportunities. You know? And uh, we really need to stop punishing our hardworking small business people for being, you know, hard workers. It's, it's bullshit. So, uh, they got this guy in Venezuela, this dictator, um, Sanjay. Uh, Sanjay, what's the name of the, uh, the new dictator of Venezuela? Oh, okay, yeah, that's right, Maduro. So, they got this guy, Maduro. And they had just gotten fucking Hugo Chavez out, had a crazy revolution over there. And this guy's even shittier than him. Because you got half the country starving. Uh, something like 80% of the hospitals don't even have formula to give to babies. Uh, basic human uh, necessities cannot be made. But this asshole's, you know, and freaking, what are those, uh... Luxury cars. Let's just say luxury cars. This asshole Maduro's driving these freaking Rolls Royces and Bentleys and has multiple palaces. And he's just fucking everybody over. Um, I saw this crazy video, though, uh, where he was at the Capitol um, and 
they had this giant military procession, and there was this drone. You could hear in the background as he's giving his speech, there was a drone floating, and it came super close to this piece of shit Maduro, and it had 10 pounds of C4 explosive on it, got within 200 feet of this piece of shit, and blew up, and... Unfortunately, he survived the incident. I really think the country would have been better off if he fucking died. And then another one blew up in the crowd, which was a military procession, and it injured a bunch of people. But, you know, those people are just so sick of being shit on and oppressed because it's a country that has, you know, so many natural resources, minerals, oil, you know... It's in a wonderful place strategically and geographically, you know. It's just real shit what, what's going on in other parts of the world. And, you know, this is the greatest country in the world, but we're just shitting on it left and right. It's really sad. The other day, I was going on this hike. Me and my girl got in an argument. It really wasn't my freaking fault, first of all. We got in an argument, and uh, she kicks me out of the car. So I have to walk two miles going home. And I decide to, you know, get a little exercise, and I walk up this hill. And I'm sitting down there watching the sunset from this hill. And I notice this fucking giant spider crawling on my arm. I slap it dead. And about 20 minutes later, my fucking knee is just swollen and all bitten up. I had gotten bitten by that piece of shit, and it's all, it's the itchiest, most inflamed fucking spider bite I've ever had. It was like one of those wolf spiders or funnel web spiders. We got a shit ton of those over here. And, yeah, it's just really shitty. Uh, I just can't stop fucking scratching it. And it's the worst because... You know, the more you scratch it, the more it burns. But I'll be honest, I don't have great self-control when it comes to scratching yourself or great self-control at all, you know? You know, we've been talking about this NFL uh, national anthem bullshit for a super long time. It's been several years now, and people are still tripping out because... Some stupid asshole wants to kneel down for the uh, national anthem. Who gives a shit? Seriously, are you guys, like, so sensitive that you can't watch somebody just fucking kneel? We're not a Nazi government where we force you to do shit. You know, if he wants to kneel, fuck him. You know, because I personally have great reverence for the flag, for our country, for the people that died in the service of our country, and I'll stand and cover my heart. But if some piece of shit doesn't want to do it, then fuck them. Uh, you're watching football to entertain yourself. You're not watching football as some sort of uh, form of patriotism. It's just fucking a game. And the guy plays a game for a living. It's, it's freaking ridiculous. And then you got this guy like... Uh, what's that stupid asshole's name, Sanjay? Uh, Kaepernick. It's Kaepernick, right? And, uh, he, uh, freaking, honestly, only played, like, a season or two. 
in the NFL after Alex Smith, and now he's gotten more famous and made more money off of fucking kneeling because these stupid assholes are giving him so much attention. I'm just asking you stupid assholes out there, stop giving attention to this shit. If you don't want to see it happen, ignore it, and then it'll go away. They're still doing this shit because you get so upset about it. Of course there's going to be people that disagree with you. Of course, you know, these immature little assholes that play a game for a living aren't going to be able to identify with, you know, how fortunate they are and what it means to show respect like that. But, you know, ju just don't spend your whole life tripping about that shit. You know, it's been a good podcast. I'd like to... Uh, I'd like to uh, suggest that you guys hit the subscribe button, share the video, like it. I'm going to get more coming your way. Um, I had to slow down because I had some family guests over, but I'm going to be picking up my two days a week again. Uh, hit the subscribe button, like and share us. Go check out our other videos. Uh, I'd like to close with my usual... Um, my usual ceremony of dedicating a patriotic song to the podcast. And, you know, I'd like to say, fuck you if you don't like America, man. Fuck you, ISIS. Fuck you, Al-Qaeda. Over here in California, we have had a crazy summer for brown recluse bites. I personally know four people this summer that got bitten by brown recluses and it just fucks your skin up. It turns it all dead within a day. But I was freaking out being the hypochondriac I am uh, because I had gotten all bit up by the spider on a hike. And it is the itchiest fucking spider bite I have ever gotten. But, you know, yeah, I, I'm the kind of guy that totally freaks out about shit. And... Oddly enough, I'm also the kind of guy that weird shit like that does happen to. And I feel like if you train your brain to freak out on certain shit, you're going to be more prone to getting certain shit. Uh, yeah, so I was just fucking thinking, yeah, my fucking, I'm going to have to cut my leg off. And it was keeping me up all, all night. I was like, I'm going to have to cut my leg off. I'm going to have to walk around with a little, uh, a little nubbin. And, you know, then I won't be able to do anything. I won't be able to run like I ever run anyways. But it's this weird fucking loop that my brain gets stuck on. And I can't fucking help it, man. Well, maybe I can, but I'm just too much of a pussy. You know, I was watching this video where this guy was playing uh, piano in public. And this guy was an ugly motherfucker. But he was able to just shred on the piano. And these chicks were coming up to him, and they were just fucking fine ladies. Uh, and they were totally turned on. So that's something I would totally recommend, is learning how to play a musical instrument, especially the piano. If you want to pick up chicks, great way to do it. This one time I was at a party, and everybody was toasted, just fucking obliterated. And, you know, I'm super good at guitar and I, I can, you know, know my right way around a piano a little bit, but everybody was so drunk that I hopped on and I started playing some just simple chords and shit. And, you know, it must have sounded so fucking good to these wasted people because 
every girl in that party surrounded the fucking piano with me playing it and was like, I don't know, I didn't know you played the piano, uh, Dustin, that's so beautiful. And I fucking, I left that place with four different phone numbers. You know, chicks I've been trying to get out for all of high school and, uh, you know, college, I just fucking got those numbers. You know, you gotta think, if Liberace and uh, Elton John weren't gay, they would be able to slay some pussy, man. Just lay in pipe. Because chicks love the piano. They love people that can play the piano. Guitar is kind of like that, but there's so many assholes that uh, bring their fucking guitar to the beach or to a campsite or over to a party, and it's like, Dude, at this point, so many people play guitar that unless you're super fucking good, nobody wants to hear it. Nobody wants to hear you play fucking Stairway to Heaven. Nobody wants to hear you sing Freebird off-key. So just, unless you're a fucking wonderful guitar player, leave that shit at home. You know, I'm a fucking wonderful guitar player, and I'm afraid of looking like a stupid asshole when I bring that shit over. But I will say... If you're an ugly guy, if you're a guy that doesn't know how to talk to women, or even if you just want to get even more ladies, learn how to play an instrument. I recommend piano or guitar, because those are the, the freaking chick magnet instruments right there. It's really weird that so many piano players are gay, though. You know, those gay guys... Uh, would, they would just freaking lay so many chicks if they were straight. And, you know, fucking, we're lucky. We're lucky guys like that are gay and not straight. Because they, they, we'd be losing our wives and our girlfriends left and right to, you know, these fucking guys that can just get on the piano and, you know, and fucking shred on it. It's really, I don't know, I'd like to have a doctor or some sort of PhD explain what purpose in evolutionary psychology, learning an instrument or being good at an instrument, why is that attractive to people, you know? Uh, why is that something that's valued? Is it like a sign of intelligence or something? Because really, I know dumb motherfuckers that are super good at playing instruments just because they sit there and they, you know, just shred on it. One of the, my favorite things to do when I'm bored and I feel like my life is out of control is I go on Reddit and I go to the section, the subreddit, swingers and polyamorous lifestyle. And I swear to you, if you feel like you're all fucked up, go read a couple of those questions and you're like, wow, dude. This really uh, makes me feel better about myself. Because you, you hear these stories about, uh, I've been uh, going to orgies for six months now, still haven't told my wife. I have a, a sore on my dick and now I think it's herpes. What do I do? I, I don't want to give it to her, but I'm afraid that I already have. And it's like, damn, dude. Like, you, you super crazy people out there, we need you because it helps us normal people feel normal or as not so normal people feel normal you know and uh i was wearing this bandana and i was going through fresno and some 
old gangbanger that looked like he was on heroin or something was like, Hey, you look like a, a real tough guy with that bandana. Why don't you pull it over your eyebrows like a gangster? And I was like, dude, it's a fucking tie-dye bandana. What fucking gang would I be in? Is there some sort of, like, uh, Democrats gang or some sort of fucking hippie gang? Like, what fucking colors would I be... Like, it's fucking literally every color in the rainbow. How is that, uh... How does that look tough? You know, I feel like these guys that have to look super tough and wear just, like, all that shit to make them look super strong and, like, a real tough guy, they must have, like, the smallest dicks in the world. Because, like, I'm a short guy, but I got big hands. Or, no, I have big feet, big head, and a big, big old schlong. And I don't feel the need to fucking... You know, act like a super tough asshole or act like, you know, I'm all that. I fucking wear whatever I want. I say whatever I want because I just don't give a fuck. And if you don't like, like it, then fuck you. And I think that that kind of confidence is like, it's the best and most useful way. I'm able to go into like, what is that, Sanjay? What is that, Sanjay? Sorry, dude. I don't know why I called you Sanjay. Or Sanjay. <laughs> We've been friends for five years and I still fuck his name up. Yeah, you know, I'm able to go in there. I feel like I'd be a super good actor because I can go in there into like a job interview or a meeting or something and just, you know, like Ben Affleck in Goodwill Hunting where he pretends to be super smart and shit. And I could just charm the fuck out of people, but when it comes to the day in and day out, they realize, oh shit, he's not super smart. He's he's full of shit. Anyways, another thing I'd like to touch on is why are people still tripping about this piece of shit Colin Kaepernick for not standing and covering his heart in the National Anthem? Who gives a fuck? The only way that... Sunjai, am I still recording? Sunjai. Sunjai, am I still recording? Sorry, guys. The only way that this asshole is allowed to stay relevant in pop culture and, you know, make money is because stupid assholes that are easily offended uh, are giving him so much attention. It's football. You're watching some man-child play a game for a living. He's not going to be somebody who understands sacrifice and patriotism because... He's a guy that his the hardest part of his day is going to the fucking gym. You know what I mean? He's not going to understand shit like that. And who gives a shit if he doesn't? You know what I mean? Uh, we're not some sort of Nazi country where you got to fucking hail Hitler or you get your dick chopped off. Who gives a shit? Stop paying attention to people like this. And, you know, they'll stop doing shit like that. You know? Anyways. Uh... I'd like to encourage you guys to subscribe. Um, we'll be providing some information for our Patreon. And, uh, you know, go ahead and expect two episodes a week. Sorry for slowing down last week, but we had some guests over and I was unable to uh, do the podcast for a little while. Um, I'd like to uh, encourage you guys to hit back on those trolls that are calling me and Sunjai homos. And not that it's wrong to be gay, it's just... 
stop throwing that in people's faces like it's uh, some sort of insult to call somebody a fag. Fuck you. You know what I mean? We're we're not we're not gay, but even if we were, fuck you. But anyways, I'd like to close the podcast uh, with our national anthem. Go ahead, like the video, share it, hit the subscribe button, and uh, please rise and cover your heart for our, our nation's anthem. Thank you for tuning in, America. God bless you. You're the greatest country in the world. I love you. I really love you, America. I love you.